If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. get my life tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am so excited that you decided to show up for yourself and take center stage in your life. You know what? If this is your first time tuning into the Get My Life Tour, welcome. The Get My Life Tour is a how-through lifestyle podcast where we practice showing up and taking center stage in our lives. And I'm so glad that you decided to do that today. If this is your first 200th or third time listening to the Get My Life Tour or whatever time it is, right? Whatever number it is for you. Thank you so much for deciding to show up again, for tuning in, for listening with your heart and for being on tour. You know, I accidentally said time, right? A number of times because that is exactly what it is that I want to talk about on this stop of the tour. I'm here in the Bay Area and honestly, I have still been finding my rhythm, You know, balancing, freelancing, you know, managing my time, spending quality time with others, navigating different isms, and of course, being a black woman in America and all of the other things, right? Life that is happening has kind of gotten me off of my rhythm, truth be told. Truth be told. So on this stop of the tour, I actually want to talk about, you know, time being of the essence. You know, there are a number of conversations around time management and all these different hacks, right? But I really want to talk about using your time wisely, no matter where you are, what you're up to. Or how you feel about where you are, right? I think that there is this level of intentionality that we must have when it comes to managing our time, right? I don't know how many times you've probably heard it or if you've heard it at all, right? But there's this saying that time is of the essence. Now, for so long, you know, I believe that to be true. I've also heard things like time is money and all these other things like, but at the end of the day, like time is time and we will never get it back. And that is how I interpret time being of the essence. You know, I spoke briefly about my rhythm, right? And feeling like my rhythm has been thrown off. And honestly, when I I think about that, I think about how it is that I'm managing my time. Sometimes I feel like I am in the flow of life. I'm like, oh, things are happening. You know, things are coming to me effortlessly and this is seamless and oh my goodness. And I can rejoice. And there are other times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, okay, what time is it? Uh, what time did I go to sleep? What time did I wake up? And blah, 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 blah. All these questions, right? All the questions that you ask yourself when you don't feel as productive or you feel like time has gotten away from you. 
Now more than ever, time has been so important, right? The pandemic has put time into perspective for me. I don't know what it's put into perspective for you, but time is one of those things that I have begun to prioritize even more so than I had before, right? I am someone who values being on time, showing up, right? ahead of time and, you know, just making sure that, you know, I'm managing my time, right? Calendars are something that have become more important to me. You know, I remember being, you know, on the clock nine to five, right? Or working late. And then I had this habit that I actually created to not look at my work calendar after a certain hour. And I'd be very intentional about what times of day that I would actually check my calendar throughout the day. Now, you know, using the app on my phone, writing things down has become um, a ritual, right? It's become routine. Let me just say routine. It's become routine for me to know exactly what things are going to be happening. And it's because if it's not on my calendar and it's not at the top of my mind, then it is not going to happen. And I've had the experience of very important things falling by the wayside because they were not calendarized, right? Um, when I think about timing of the essence, I, I think about, you know, those opportunities, um, loss because time was mismanaged or, you know, something. Just, just did not go right. Right. And I'm saying all of this because I think that it is time to have a conversation about time management, right? Prioritization, time management. Um, all those things are important. And as you find your rhythm, as you think about what needs to come first, I think that we have to have a conversation about time management and it is something that has been pressing on me, especially as I, you know, um, write, you know, as an independent storyteller, as I, you know, aim to spend more quality time with friends and family and loved ones um, and be my best self, right, and continue to show up. You know what else has been important as I talk about the the essence or the timing of essence is actually sleep. Oh my gosh. We we hear about this eight hours and I think a lot of us brush over it. Um, but I cannot show up and I've done it before. I have truly shown up to places with very little sleep highly functional, or at least I thought I was highly functional and able to get things done. At this point in my life, yes, there are certain things I'm willing to sacrifice sleep for, but if I don't have to, I am not of the tribe that, you know, lives by, I will, I will sleep when I die. No, uh -uh. that's not me. I am not trying to die because I do not have enough sleep or enough rest. I say this quite often. I've shared it on the Get My Life Tour page and, you know, elsewhere. But resting is doing something. If you are not scheduling you time, 
you might be wasting time to hit the reset button and, you know, go at whatever it is that you are going after even harder because you're not scheduling that time to rest, reset, and go hard. All right. There is something that I also, I want to just kind of take a little stab at this. And I don't want to go too deep because I actually want to dedicate an entire stop of the Give My Life Tour um, or lend a stop to a conversation about friendship. But I do want to touch on quality time, right? And quality time with others. Yes, quality times with ourselves, self-care, all of that is extremely important. But what I want to talk about is the time that we spend with others. I am a quality time kind of lady. It is one of my love languages. If I can spend time with you, I feel good. I feel energized. I I feel like I know you on a deeper level. We have created memories. Therefore, we have something to talk about. I have something to reminisce on. And I just, I just love it. Like I live for quality time, y'all. I really do. And those close to me know that. And with that, I also have to be very intentional about who I spend my time with. And I'd encourage you to do the same, right? Yes, it is very energizing to be around people and spend quality time with them. But when you're not spending um, or when the time you are spending with others is not of quality, it is very draining. And that is when I believe it is time for us to do some reevaluating, right? Some of our encounters with others, the way we engage with others is very depleting. And I don't think that people are honest enough with themselves um, about how they feel when they are with certain people. I think, you know, some things become a norm or some behaviors or environments and lifestyles become a norm. So we're not even thinking about how much it is costing us to spend time with certain people. But I think right now was the perfect time to do that, right? I think at the beginning of the pandemic, there was a lot of research coming out about the fate of relationships and X, Y, and Z, or how this time could really strengthen bonds. Both of those things, you know, rang true for who it is, you know, um, that is exclusive to that experience or those who have had that experience. But there comes a time where you have to just sit down and think about, you know, how much you're giving, how much you're receiving, and what that means for you as it relates to the time you are spending, right? Not all time spent is time well spent, right? Not all of our encounters with others include quality time. You know, it is, oh my gosh, there is so much transition happening around us all the time. And I think it is it is extremely important to be mindful of the time that we spend with others, right? And sometimes, yes, we are the toxic ones, okay? Let's not, you know, uh, let's, 
let's not think that, you know, um, as we do the reevaluating that we're excluded from that process of evaluation. Some of, you know, us have our ways, right? Everyone has our ways. Let's just say that everyone has their ways. But I do, um, I do think that is worth mentioning, right? As we spend more time with others than we've had the opportunity to do before, I think that it is important to think about the time that we're spending in it. It is of quality. All right. So I actually feel led to say this. And I'm speaking to myself as well. You are not a good multitasker. <laughs> Somebody probably is like, actually, I am. Um, well, fun fact. When multitasking, it actually takes your brain 15 minutes to refocus when you switch from one task to the other. There is something so valuable about undivided attention. And enough of us do not get to experience that. One, because we do not give that out. So it does not come back to us. And some of us don't know what that honestly truly looks like and feels like. I was having a conversation with actually a recent guest, last week's guest, Sherelle Sampson on Instagram Live. And it was such an incredible conversation. And I asked her about her ability to do so many things well. And to paraphrase her response, she spoke about being undivided in her attention when she is with whomever it is that she is with at the time. And when she's focused on one thing, that is the one thing that she is focused on, right? Um, there is this woman, and I actually probably just want to Google her name really quickly. I believe it is Natalie Peart. And if I'm not mistaken, that is her name. And she wrote a book on multitasking. And I actually spoke with her maybe a year or two ago. And um, you're going to hear me typing, actually. Okay. But she she spoke about how her name was Natalia, Dr. Natalia Peart. And she spoke about how multitasking is not effective, right? She really focuses on the myth of multitasking. There's an entire book that she's written, but I I am not a good multitasker. I don't know what the percentage is, but a lot of us are not. And I think if we were more focused or undivided um, in our pursuits, that we would be more satisfied uh, with the end result in our relationships and just in general, honestly, you know, one of the things that I'm challenging myself on is to not multitask, you know, especially as it relates to relationships and really important things that need to be done, right? When you are steadfast, you cannot be 
undivided. You can't be undivided in steadfast. I just don't know how that would work, right? And, you know, when we think about timing of the essence, I don't think that means like getting multiple things done at the same time. I think that means using your time wisely to get things done, do them well, and then move on to whatever else it is that you are setting out to do. And I think, I don't don't even think, I believe that's applicable to every area of our lives. Could you imagine what you would feel like or what it is that you could produce or how the ways that you could show up if you were undivided in your attention? I'm just thinking about all the things I could do if I could just focus on X, Y, or Z. And I'm I'm smiling right now because I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? For me, one of the things that that has meant is waking up early, er, earlier, okay? And taking the time that I need to myself in the morning. You know, I've heard so many conversations about morning routines. There are people who have master classes and eBooks and every download you can think of uh, about working you know, smart and not hard and waking up early, uh, doing less by doing, you know, um, or doing less and being as impactful as when they were doing more. But that is one of, you know, the ways that I am implementing, um, being less divided and the attention that I give things is by waking up earlier and actually having a morning routine. You know, it is difficult to create a new habit and to have a routine, especially when you are a creative who just wants to get so many things done or you have so many different responsibilities. But I believe you owe it to yourself to be undivided in your attention. I think you start with yourself and then you apply it elsewhere And you'll have an abundance of time. Oh my gosh. Who doesn't want more time? Right? And while there are only 24 hours in a day, you know, we have the time that we need. Some of us just don't do what we're supposed to do with that time. So we're we're wishing for more of what does not exist because we don't use what we have wisely. You know, one of the last things that I want to leave you with as I think about time being of the essence is, of course, doing more of what you love, right? But in the words of, you know, my pastor in Harlem and the mission of, you know, First Corinthian um, in Harlem, it is to live, love, and serve, right? Ah, I, I love First Corinthian Baptist Church in Harlem. Shout out to Pastor Mike and everyone there, um, and everyone who's literally been touched by the ministry, right? But to live, love, and serve is not only noble, right? But it is a call to action. And I, I do, I do, I do, I do. I do believe that living in alignment that way is such a good use of your time, right? To live, oh my gosh, 
live. Pastor Mike says, live the life you were created to live. Those are not my words. They are great words. They are words that I live by, right? Um, But that is so deep. So many of us are not living with the time that we have, right? We're talking about building this and that, you know, everything from legacy to generational wealth and everything in between, but we're not living, right? We're in pursuit, but we're not necessarily living, you know, to, to love, oh my gosh, love ourselves, love our relationships with the most high, our family, our friends, and, you know, those who we do not even know because of, you know, who we've been called to be, and then to serve, oh my gosh, right, to serve others, ourselves, the most high, it's just, it's such a rich calling, but that all requires time. The the time commitment associated with living, loving, and serving is one that is not to be taken lightly. And I I, I really felt like I had to share that, right? Because there are so many of us who are not living with great intentions. We're not believing bigger. We are existing and getting by. And just going from one phase to the next. And sometimes we're moving so fast or we're in the thick of it. We don't even know how we got there. Right. And there are so many opportunities for us to live and, you know, live fully, but we're not and we're not able to. And whatever the case may be. Right. Everyone has their stuff. And I get that. I respect that. I've been there, though. And that's why I am saying this. Right. So live. Time is of the essence. Live. Life is not promised. Tomorrow. All these things. We know these things to be true, but I feel like they become self-evident when the time has passed, right? And we're not as able-bodied or whatever the case may be. And then that hits us, right? That reality hits us. To love. Oh, I love. Don't you love love? Ah. I'm such a hopeful romantic, right? But just to love ourselves, right? And to know what that feels like and to love others, to love, you know, um, the blessings and, you know, the challenges that arrive because, you know, we're, we, un- we have this deeper understanding of love and what it means to be appreciative and give what it is that we expect, Right to be or embody what we expect, you know, and then to serve. Uh, Being in service to others warms my heart. You know, boundaries are real. So I'm not saying don't have no boundaries or serve and um, burn yourself out or give from a place of lack. But there are so many different ways that we can serve one another and show up for one another, you know, and really give from my heart. Maybe it's a word of affirmation. Maybe it's sending someone, you know, some encouragement or, you know, sending someone the money that they need that they spoke about, you know, subliminally, but they really need it. Whatever that looks like for you, calling a friend and picking up the phone instead of texting. I don't know. Um, and I know with sheltering in place and all these other things, it may be more difficult, right? But I think that... It is truly powerful when we 
find unique ways to serve others, you know? All right, look, I have to get into my dry moment. And, you know, as I think about time being of the essence, my mic drop moment is, what better time than now? It's the question. What better time than now? You know, I often ask people why not in response to many questions that I received, right? Why not? And, you know, as I drop the mic again and ask you, what better time than now? I really want you to think long and deep on that in response to whatever it is that you've been waiting to do or waiting to happen or act on. What better time than now? Personally, this this moment that we're living in of reevaluation and reprioritization and reset and surrender has presented so many different opportunities to see things differently, to experience them differently, and to show up differently, right? To expect and believe all these different things differently. And one of the things that I've had to ask myself, what better time than now? So I leave that with you. Look, I am so glad that you decided to show up. I'm so grateful for you tuning in and for really being on tour, right? Every stop on this tour is designed to help you show up for yourself. And in doing so, I do the same thing. And it is so enriching to be here with you. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate your support. If you got anything from this stop on a tour, be sure to let me know. Leave a review wherever it is that you listen to the Get My Life Tour. Be sure to visit thegetmylifetour.com, subscribe to the newsletter, connect with me on the Get My Life Tour on all social platforms with the exception of Twitter because it was too long. So it is at Get My Life Tour. And of course, if you want to stay um, in touch with me as the host and just as an independent storyteller and media entrepreneur, be sure to do so. You can visit LydiaTBlanco.com. Connect with me on social platforms at Lydia T. Blanco. And you know, I'd also, um, I want to add this because this is something that I have uh, I have not made mention of, but I do want to hear from you, right? It's one thing to leave a review or subscribe and download and like a post on Instagram or whatever, but I would love to hear from you directly, right? So I'm putting this out here on the airwaves. I want to hear from you. So if you want to connect, if you have any suggestions or feedback or people who you want to hear um, here on the Get My Life Tour, who someone you want to um, take center stage with us, email me at joinme at thegetmylifetour.com. That is J-O-I-N-M-E at thegetmylifetour.com. You all, I am so grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this platform, the opportunity to be you know, 
center stage on tour with you. And I do not take it for granted. So thank you. As always, it has been real. Until the next time, I will see you right back here at Center Stage on the Get My Life Tour. Peace. Thank you.